morning, Jim. Good morning, Jay. All right, Jim. So Timberwolves make a big trade. Three teams involved. Uh, the Wolves trade D'Angelo Russell to the Lakers. In return, they get 35-year-old point guard Mike Conley, along with Nikhil Alexander-Walker and three second-rounders. Your thoughts on this deal? Fascinating. And, uh, you know, the way Russell had shot the last couple of months, it seemed to alter his value to both the Timberwolves and maybe everybody else. Uh, but I think big picture, you go back and say, this is a guy who they benched during an elimination game in the playoffs last year, uh, who, if he walked away in free agency this summer, uh, it, all the NBA financial stuff can get really confusing. But basically, if you walked away as a free agent, it would limit their ability to spend. Um, and he, had, you know, even though he had the really good month or two of shooting, you know, I, I just think if you listen closely to what Finch would talk about when this team played poorly, it almost always sounded like he was talking about Russell. Uh, poor defense, poor defensive awareness, not being physical, not rebounding, uh, not being intense. You know, and then you you have the fact that this is a very this is a very talented offensive team. They have a lot of people who can shoot. Noel came in and played great last night. Minot came in and played great last night. Uh, they have bench scorers. They're going to get Towns back here in a little bit. And Anthony Edwards is much more important to this franchise and a much better player than Russell. And Russell's taking a lot of shots that could go to other people. So, um, so I think if you look at the big picture context of what Russell has done for this team for the last calendar year, it's really not that surprising. So what does Mike Conley bring to the team? Uh, well, he, he's he can be valuable without needing to shoot a lot. Uh, he's more of a distributor than a shooter. He's about career numbers. He's about the same uh, as Russell in terms of three-point percentage. So he can shoot the three, but he doesn't have to take a lot of threes to have value. He can run a team, uh, veteran presence, toughness, defense, uh, leadership. Uh, so he's kind of the opposite of Russell in a lot of ways. And the other the other aspect here too, Jay, is these they have them for another year. Russell, they were going to probably going to lose this summer. Uh, Connolly, they have for another year, and they have them, I think at twenty four million, where they're going to have to they were going to have to pay to keep Russell. They're going to have to pay Russell like thirty million. He's not a thirty million dollar player, so this gives them a, a veteran point guard and a leader who they will have for another year, uh, who probably fits better into the offense once you get Towns back. Does Conley? demand as much as many shots and as many minutes as Russell was getting? Well, no, that's, that's, I mean, that's exactly what I'm saying is yeah. Conley can be valuable without shooting. He's a, he's a distributing point guard. Uh, he, he can shoot it, but he doesn't have to shoot it to have value. He is again, he's kind of an old school point guard. You know, Russell's a modern three point shooting combo guard. Uh, Conley's an old school point guard. Uh, again, he, distributes he's a more efficient passer than russell he can score but he doesn't have to score to have value he plays defense he's got toughness he has leadership you know he's he's much more of an old school traditional run the team point guard uh what do you think about um the other player that they received in the trade Nikhil alexander walker uh, you know, it, it, probably just somebody got thrown in just to balance the books. Uh, he's worth a look, but uh, I don't think he, at, at this point, I don't think he's a big part of the deal. Were the Wolves trying to get some draft picks back as well on this since they traded a bunch away in the uh, Gobert trade? 
Yeah, and they got three second round picks, and you know, you never know what a second round pick could turn into. Let's you know, let's face it, Zach Levine was a second round pick. Josh Minot, it was great last night. It was a second round draft pick. You know, it, you got to take your swings. So they traded away a lot of draft capital to get Gobert. Second round picks aren't highly valued, but you can't. They can produce good players. Are the Wolves a better team today than they were yesterday? Uh, I think so. I was never a big, I, I just never really liked Russell's game. And he, to me, he had to shoot the lights out to have value. Uh, he, he commanded the ball a lot. Um, you know, he, sometimes the ball would die in his hands. Um, you know, he didn't really run the team to me, didn't have leadership capabilities. Uh, again, didn't play defense, didn't rebound, didn't play with physicality, might not show up any given day. And, you know, hey, the last time he played for a Timberwolves team, he was on a team that got destroyed in Denver, and then he got himself thrown out with two technical fouls. Uh, and I don't I can't I don't know that that, you know, precipitated any of this. I think they have to look at things in a much bigger, big picture way than that. But uh, it was kind of, to me, a typical D'Angelo Russell game. He just didn't show up. Are the Lakers a better team? Um, yes. Yes, they are. And I know LeBron was wanted Kyrie, but uh, you never know how Kyrie's going to play. And now they got a couple, you know, now they got a three point shooter and a rebounder to go with a very interesting roster. So I do think they improved. And I think Utah, uh, you know, I think Utah looked at this and said, okay, yeah, we're kind of in the playoff hunt, but we're really not going to go any. This is not a team that's going to go and do anything big. Uh, so I think they're looking, you know, they get to take a look at Russell Westbrook, then they get the cap relief when they let him go if it doesn't work out there. Um, you know, so and, and they get a, they get a first round draft pick. They have a lot of young talent. I think they're looking more to the future at this point. Uh, another big trade that happened late last night. Uh, Kevin Durant goes from Brooklyn to the Phoenix Suns in exchange for a bunch of draft picks. Some players involved as well. What do you think about that move? Uh, fascinating. I mean, the NBA uh, is such a fascinating league and, uh, you know, the Nets, obviously they, they made a bunch of bad bets, uh, Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, Ben Simmons, look at all the people who've come through there. Massive egos, not necessarily able to put things together. And, you know, I wondered if this would happen when they, when they traded Kyrie is the best player. Might be the best player in the world right now. Uh, you know, maybe maybe it's him, maybe it's Jokic, who knows? Uh, but maybe it's still LeBron. But you know, when Kyrie's gone, they kind of built a team for Kevin Durant, and none of it worked. None of it worked at all. Uh, Phoenix has championship aspirations. Now you're putting, you know, now you're putting Durant on a team that went to the finals last year, a team that has been underachieving this year. You put him with Chris Paul and Devin Booker and Boy, they suddenly become maybe, you know, they have a chance to be the best team in the league. Are the Timberwolves going to make another move before 2 o'clock this afternoon or at least work the phones to consider doing that? Yeah, uh, there's no doubt they're working at it. Uh, and maybe there's a minor deal to be made. And really, the, the two people we were watching this week were D'Angelo Russell and Nas Reed. Uh, Nas Reed is playing really well for this team. Um you could trade him for an asset. You could probably get a, a, you know, you might be able to get a first round pick for him. Uh, or you can say, 
you're trying to win right now and he's one of your better players. You, you can't, you can't ship him off even if you can get a decent return. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know which way they're leaning on that one. It probably depends on, you know, whether, whether it would be a, a high first round draft pick or just a first round draft pick. Um, I just think it would be difficult unless they think Towns is coming back real soon and he's going to come back and be able to play well right away. I think, it, I just think it's hard to trade Nas Reed right now. When the Wolves made the trade to get Russell in the first place, that was Towns who really wanted that to happen. Did, has Towns changed his opinion of Russell? I, I, at some point, you just have to do what's best for the franchise. And, and that's a big part of Connolly's job is managing relations. You know, it's really interesting. When, when players come off the court at Target Center after a game, Tim, Tim Connolly's standing there. He's shaking hands. He's asking people how they, how they feel, how, they, you know, how, how their injuries are, you know, what's going I mean, so he, he really works at relationships. Um, he, I'm sure he talks to towns constantly. I don't think he, so I, if, you know, one of the reasons he's getting so much money is he is known for being able to manage situations like this. Um, I don't think you're going to see Carl Anthony towns reacting with anger to this. I think towns towns knows that his entire legacy will be built on whether he can prove he's a winning player. And he's got to just be in on anything that could help the team. And I think this move does make them better. Jim, the Minnesota Wild last night lose 4-1 to to Dallas. They're reeling now. Uh, they're 27-19-4 record still looks fine. But uh, it's going to be difficult uh, for them if they keep doing this. I mean, what's going on? Why are they not scoring goals like they had been? I don't – I mean, I don't know. Maybe they're just not that good. Um Tough is a great player, but everybody else is kind of a spare part. And, you know, Kaprizov kind of elevates them. Um, you know, I, I, I can't say they miss Fiala the way Fiala playing this year, but they miss what Fiala gave them last year. Um, Boldy is a good young player. It might be too early in his career for him to take on, you know, the responsibility of being kind of your number two or number three option. Um, I don't know. And, and this is also one of those NHL schedule things. I mean, they really needed to win at Arizona against a bad team. You lose at Arizona and then you got to go play a good Dallas team in Dallas the next night. That's, that's a tough ask. It's a tough, tough ask to win in that, that building uh, with tired legs. So they kind of needed to beat Arizona. Now it's the NHL. The state, the standings are muddled. Uh, they still have games in hand on a lot of teams are chasing. Still you know, it just it's it's still too early to like panic or anything like that. But they do need to score more goals, and I'm not sure how they're going to do that. Jim, go for women's basketball, beaten badly by 13th ranked Ohio State by 30 points. They didn't score at all in the first quarter. I mean, uh, this team seems like they're not really making the improvements that uh, we're hoping they'd make. They aren't, and I think I've said it to you before. It's it's one thing to lose. And listen, the Big Ten's really good. Ohio State's great. There's some excellent teams they have to play, you know, with a bunch of a bunch of freshmen. Uh, I but what is becoming more and more disturbing is they do have talent, and that talent does not seem to be improving within the course of the season, and they're not scoring. You know, they're not scoring, and they have. I mean, Braun. You know, I really loved what I saw from her during the non-conference season and she just isn't the player that she should be right now um so th there are some concerning signs there's there's no doubt about it that they should be you know i i would be much happier seeing that seeing them lose like 100 100 to 80 
you say, okay, there's talent here. They just need to learn how to play defense at this level. I, I don't like the fact that they are not scoring and they their offense does not seem to be functional right now. All right, Jim, what do you got in your podcast? Uh, so we prepped today with John the layup. We have the John Krasinski show up. We have Viking Update show up, previewing the Super Bowl. We'll do Je- the Jeff Diamond show today, uh, talking about Vikings issues and moves and roster decisions and the Super Bowl. Uh, we'll have, and I think on Friday, we'll do the Chin Music show with Roy Smalley and LaBelle Neal and everything's to talknorth.com. All right, Jim, thank you. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks, Jim. It's Jim Suhan, Star Tribune Sports Columnist, joining us every weekday morning at this time. Follow him on Twitter at Suhan Strib. Check out his latest column at the Star Tribune or his podcast at talknorth.com. Jim, today brought to you by St. Cloud's General Rental Center. News next. You're listening to the 